If it's name money, then mine right beside it. Real fucking ride or die. I'ma ride that dick like a stolen car. I got the best pussy that you had thus far. Which bitch you know going hard as me. I'ma ride or die and I don't need the key. I'm finna bounce that ass and drop that ass and pop it like a shootout. I pull them panties down, they smiling like they bought the food out. I hop up on their face and make my hips go like a luau. I showed you I'm a gangster and now I wanna see what you Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your wonderful and gracious and humble host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Flirt Nowitzki, a.k.a. December's very own. You know what time it is, niggas. It's oh, December. God. Listen, December's my month, man. December's my month. Y'all know this. You know this. Don't act, don't act brand new. You know, you know what holidays we got going on. Don't act brand new. All 80 of them. It's also an anniversary, but I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be petty. Anyway, continue okay. your intro. So C Diddy, Kyrie Curvin, Flirt Nowitzki. Um, we here, we're blessed. And to my left, my wonderful and gracious co-host. Hey y'all. It's your girl Allie Nicole, aka your favorite little shit talker, aka that ball headed badass, aka your headmistress of headassery. Facts. AKA Russell Flexbrook. Facts. A.K.A. Scheming A. Smith. Facts. A.K.A. that little baby who just won't listen. Not facts. <laughs> Total facts. <laughs> Given recent events, friend, that is completely true. It, it, allow me to reference. Allow, you to, allow yourself to introduce yourself. <laughs> no. Allow me to reference the great Aubrey Drake Graham. We'll talk about him later. If I ignore all their advice and something isn't right, who will I complain to? And given my current circumstances, I don't have a friend in the world. And I did this to myself. I was going to say, you do have friends. Don't play your niggas like that. No, I do have friends. But given current circumstances, I'm not going to have anybody to talk to when, not if, when this shit blows up in my face. Correct. Because you know why? We know better. And every one of your friends has told me, listen, there's, you know, the eclecticness of your friend group. There's very few things that we all agree upon. And y'all all agree upon this circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yep. But anyway. What's crazy is that I agree with y'all. <laughs> which makes this even dumber. I absolutely agree with y'all. Which makes Here's this the thing. Even Here's the thing. When it was. Okay. How do I say this? Without like airing nobody out. I mean, if you get jammed up. <laughs> don't mention my name. But when I needed my friends to pull up for me, it was no questions asked. And I really do feel like, given the circumstances. That this, this, that this person needed you to pull up for you. Right. And also, I can't pay y'all back, but maybe I can pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? So, and I truly think that if this person had any other options, I would not be it. I truly believe that. But still. It's still a but hot, hot-ass mess. It's still one of the most stupidest things you have decided to go upon. And that, my friend, is not a small list. Yeah. Facts. I was with you this summer. <laughs> and this still tops the cake. And I was with you. I seen it in person. But you understand my logic, though, right? I, I get it. I don't necessarily agree, but I can see your point. I don't agree either. Which makes us, again. But again, I'm not going to see nobody I truly give a fuck about 
asked out. And I truly believe that I don't think I'm any. No, I can't say that. I do find myself being the first call for help for a lot of situations. But in this particular circumstance, it's like you, you kind of can't say no to that. And there's nothing I would say no to that. No to. Okay. All right. But remember, because again, I'm not the type to say I told you so. I don't like rubbing my rightness in people's faces because that comes off real arrogant and, you know, kind of un- insensitive. But okay. And for all of our sakes. No, you can give me the preemptive, I told you so. For Please. all of our sakes, I hope we are wrong. I hope we are wrong. And I hope that, you know, through hellfire and brimstone, that this comes out on the other side. Okay. For all of our sakes. But anyway, besides that, how was your weekend, friend? So I actually spent it with y'all. First of all, I hope everybody had a good holiday, was well fed. We started to kick it on Wednesday. Um, I saw, I've seen you every day except one. Last week. For the, since Wednesday. Yeah. No, we recorded on Tuesday. And I've seen, yeah, I've seen you for a week straight. You're tired, boss. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) I love you. (laughs) However. Which brings me to my next point. I don't think I'm going to come out for your Founders Day. I think you need some space. So I'm going to give you that. Uh, so, because you were planning on matching No, me. I was not. I was not. I was not. I was, I was totally was not. That's not even where my head was at. I was showing up to be there for you. That's literally it. That's not what you told me Saturday. You're damn right. Because, listen, I have my black turtleneck and my gold Nefertiti chain on the red tee. And then I sat at work today and I was just like, you know what? I want to know peace. So, I think I'm going to let Calvin have his little Founders Day. Black people love throwing shade <laughs> when they say little anything. No one, it's never anything like good when little comes out. Like, oh, look at your little boyfriend. You got your little founder's day. You got your little friend. Okay. Anyways, so um, thank you, I think. Um, because I want you to be happy too. I just want you to be happy not with me today, <laughs> right now. <laughs> I want you to be great. But I don't think we could be great together <laughs> tomorrow. That's fair. I'm going to sit it out. Um, so, yeah, we spent all weekend together, pretty much. So, we started Wednesday with the uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving, which is um, the most popular bar day in America. Yeah. And so, because of that, niggas was wilding early and late. Um, and then, because th- everyone's hungover on Thursday, eating, eating, eating turkey and dressing. And, um... And so then, Friday. What we do Friday? Oh yeah, Friday. We did the race. Friday we did the race. Friday we did. We headed up to Columbus, um, as we are wont to do, mm-hmm. um, to support our friends over at the Orange Soda two year anniversary. Shout out to the entire team. You guys know who you are. I love y'all. Um, all of y'all. All, listen collectively. We- I was accused of doing some shit, and I did not do. And I want to address it on wax on fucking wax and i'm not gonna get myself jammed up because listen i was not the only one who and me and beloved had the conversation because all right here's the thing and why this topic frustrates me so much is because i know i be on bullshit i know i be on games i know i be on the the raw i am here for the raw raw i'm not a da da so i can do that but i am a mama so i gotta relax but 
hear me out. When I'm actually on my big boy bullshit, I admit that shit because I know it. This time, y'all got it wrong. And I'm trying to explain that y'all got it wrong and nobody wants to hear me. It did not happen. What happened was I was standing on stage. Yeah. Listen, first and foremost, if there is a stage anywhere in your function, she will find a way on it. First of all, don't that makes me sound like a groupie. No, you just be know getting, the niggas who know the niggas. And, and you end no, up on stage. No, I know the niggas that are them niggas. I get invited on them bitches. Don't play with me. But did I lie about you finding the stage at every function that we that has a stage? Okay. Also, hear me out. So, okay, that translation no calvin you didn't lie continue i be really really zooted at y'all parties and which is cool i came in there vibing but then i realized that alex you may be a little too zooted and niggas bumping into me makes me aggressive so let me remove myself from said situation so one of you niggas don't accidentally knock over my fucking 125 pound ass and i get irritated by that shit and be ready to shut the whole party down i will knock all this shit over so let me not ruin the vibe for everybody else let me get real real separate which works it works for me i get on stage i shake a little ass i'm still drinking i'm still kicking it i'm still having a really good time but i'm not disturbing anybody else's time while i have a good time well she's trying to tell you niggas that she's too good for you niggas that is not (laughs) what i said I just don't like all that, and it just it makes me aggressive. She don't like to rah rah. She's a, it's above her now. The best westerners next door. Thank you. In so many words. Um. So yeah. So I'm on stage, and y'all accused me of putting these pretty pretty lips on a on, on a particular young man, and it did not happen. Then what did happen, Alex? It was literally like dabbed sweat, and then like reached over and did like the cheek like cheek to cheek kiss thingy it was not like the full makeout session that y'all niggas thought it to be it was not that it was literally first of all if you've ever gotten a greeting from me and a hug you typically get a kiss on the cheek like it's literally a cheek to cheek sort of situation that's what the fuck y'all saw i would believe you if you weren't also throwing ass during this during this time period in which i saw you okay impossible but okay and so, first of all, first of all, yo, Alex really went, who you going to believe, me or your lying ass <laughs> eyes on me? And I just want you to know that when I call her a fuck boy, and <laughs> that this is the reason why. It did not happen. Um, this is I do not telling. recall. <laughs> I'm so sorry to this man. <laughs> it did not happen. And so after, so after Orange Soda, shout out to y'all, we all were extremely drunk. And Woo. and we made it home by the grace of God and all his angels and the ancestors. Shout out to our host. We um, appreciate you. Shout out to, yeah, shout out to host. And then we wake up hungover. As fuck. For brunch. I told you niggas because of a, because of a Saturday and the game that was on, I was like, I need to be in front of a TV <laughs> by noon. And first and <laughs> foremost, I felt like y'all were not respecting <laughs> my schedule. So I was about to do the race on all you niggas until at the last minute a TV magically appeared. So I was like, okay. I can stay. <laughs> However, this TV was because he was like, Oh, you too good to, to hang out with your friends with brunch? I'm like, nigga, I told you what type of time I'm on. If y'all don't So also, y'all some rude ass niggas. How? I 
don't follow the sports like I sh- probably should. Mm-hmm. Given my current dating situation. Mm-hmm. Okay? All the niggas you like like sports. I was asking questions. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm turn it on you, and I'm going to give you the equivalent so you can understand how rude you were being. So, what's your favorite show right now? You know what? Snowfall. I'm getting into the, snow, okay, or the snowfall. Actually, you know what? Let's, let's not do snowfall because I... Because you're, you're still catching up. Let's do, like, Prime Scandal or, you know, anything that you've watched, like, from the joke. Okay, no. No, 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 no. Beloved was at the house the other day. And he was asking me. I was watching Succession on HBO, which is the show is phenomenal. I'm in the middle of an episode I have not watched yet. And he started asking me questions. So I paused it. And I'm like, hey, this, you see this the is difference? the third. You see the difference? I can't pause live TV. Upgrade yo shit. We live in two thousand. It's no, almost two thousand twenty. The thing. No, no, I'm not. Live TV can be paused. I'm now. not letting you do this. The reason why I'm not letting you do this is because sports is the one thing that you cannot DVR. You cannot pause without being Again, spoiled. No, no, no. I don't me. watch the sports. That's why I'm so telling I you. I don't know that. that but but that, hear me out. That's why the we question. Answered, the question that I asked was like, okay, what's the two point conversion? That's why we answered what's your questions on commercials. What's third? What's the third down? I don't know this shit. That's why we answered your questions on commercials. <laughs> when literally, literally, when they went to commercial, we was like, okay, Alex, here's boom, 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 and boom. And I was receptive to it. So, but we're not rude. We're answering your questions on commercials. Because, again, for all the people who actually watch sports, y'all know this, sports is the one thing that you can't pause or you can't DVR because it will immediately get spoiled for you. We talk about spoiler alerts, and we're talking about Queen and Swim and Queen and Slim, and how you niggas spoiled that for me too. Never mind, I haven't fucking seen it, so we gonna make sure that there's like a spoiler alert. I'm not, at go, the I'm, time. I'm not gonna spoil the movie. I have. I want to go see it. I'm not gonna spoil the movie. I'm just gonna talk about how other niggas spoiled the movie for me, but that's a different story. So because so think about this: sports is the only thing that you will get a spoiler if you pause it. Like you will is. It's unavoidable, so that's why no one really pauses it, which is why we answer your questions on commercials. Anyway, so after that... After I say beat y'all ass again, for all my Michigan fans listening, and yes, you know who you are, don't make me say names, after they beat y'all ass again... Continue. They were the ones in the gold, right? No, Michigan's Michigan's blue and gold. Maybe yes, blue. blue blue, and gold. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said was in... Blue, blue, blue. The red. They mm-hmm. were the red. Okay. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Um, after Ohio State whooped Michigan's ass once again, we decided, you know, we was kicking. You, you play the spades. I did get to play the spades. So You want to tell how that happened? You want to tell, you want to, you want to tell the story of, of how that spade game went? No? Did you win or lose, Alex? Did you win? I forgot. Oh. 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 Now you're quiet. You ain't been quiet since you got on this damn show, but now you're quiet. I will humbly accept my loss. Okay. And that's it. (laughs) If you can see Alex's (laughs) face right now, she wants to kill me. I will humbly accept my loss. Shout out to Zoe. Shout shout out to Zoe. Shout out to Ivan. Shout out to the whole gang. Um, But yeah, it was funny. Well, at this point, Ohio State was blowing out Michigan so bad, I could focus on their space game. And First of all, we held our own. Y'all came back because y'all was down crazy. We held our own. And y'all went blind three straight times. And was like, okay, run it. And that's, see, that's that brown and gold love, okay? That's me trusting my partner. I'm trying not to be petty, so continue. Please don't. Because it almost leaped out. It almost leaped out. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, 
Anyway, so I did. Shout out to Zoe. He held it down. That was actually our first time playing together. So he could be my partner again. I trust him. We got chemistry. So after that, then we do the race out of Columbus. Well, no. We, we, we don't. Well, yeah. You did. Me and Jay oh, actually, had a we had a Friendsgiving. <laughs> so we ended up, right. I told you about this too. Okay. So your girl pulls up to Friendsgiving and shout out to McFly. I appreciate you, baby. Um, It was really cool. It's really, really cool dynamic. Y'all look like y'all was having fun. We had a blast. I am realizing that the mimosas from earlier, tequila from earlier, whatever I'm drinking at that moment. You had a beer. At a one beer at one point I didn't finish. Like, I'm noticing that shit is catching up to me. And I've had, I've been up since a good 8 a.m. Okay? Been drinking since like noon. Shit is catching up. And I'm fucking tired. I'm tired. So I'm like, Jade was like, you know what sounds good right now? I'm like, what, Jade? She's like, a nap. Yes. Hey, there's one thing about Jade. She's going to find a place to take a nap. (laughs) If I'm going to find a stage, she's going to find a nap. Okay. So um, I go upstairs and I'm like, all right, I'm going to close my eyes 30 minutes. I'm going to get back up and I'm going to function. Right. Now, Martez was gracious enough to allow us. Like, he saved us a room because he's like, y'all from Cincy. I can stay here. Not a problem. Appreciate you. They got an Airbnb. Right. What time you wake up? Eight o'clock. A.M. the next morning. I was done. Done. They went, apparently they stepped out to our bar. And y'all was. I was. She got back up. What? Here's the thing. Drunk Alex no sleep. The one thing I'm going to do is sleep and eat. And when I get drunk, I'm going to sleep and I'm going to eat. Jade never wakes up. Never. I remember, listen, I ain't going to air my goods out, but we can't move her from wherever she's asleep at. Cannot. You just, you just chalk it to the game. And you just and you and if it's a safe space, you just you let her, her you let her sleep. And if it's not a safe space, you stay there. <laughs> like, just sit, just sit, I remember times that we just sitting in the car like All right, Jade is asleep, so like we're gonna give her ten more minutes and then we're gonna We're gonna yeah, All right, Jade. All right. But yeah, so that was that was fun. I remember so that was a really that was fun. And what's crazy is that I got one like more of an intimate setting time with people that I typically like. For instance, I ran into somebody I went to Wright State with. I have not seen them since I left campus. So we're talking like 2011, 2012. Jesus. I didn't recognize this man. <laughs> like Trip had to be like, bro, you went to Wright State with him. I'm like, shut the fuck up. See, that is why when people know me and I don't know them, I just play along. I just play along. What's good, bro? What's good? How you doing, my nigga? How you been? How's 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 your people's doing? Whole time, as soon as they leave, who's buddy? That happened. (laughs) We were on our. Never mind. I can't even. See, for those who (laughs) think I jam Alex up, I don't. I never jam Alex. I just stopped. I stopped. But uh, but you stopped. But like I stopped me. I stopped me. (laughs) This time because I was getting ready to say some shit. You are the firefighter and the arsonist. Ooh, child. That literally that's because like I have a water sign and my my rising sign is in Aries. Like my rising is a Gemini. I knew you was crazy. Um, I need help. You need. (laughs) I was about to say Jesus. His twelve disciples, a licensed therapist. Now I'm dating a Scorpio. Who's uh, I mean, excuse me. Ooh, I I knew better. Um, I am definitely re- dating a Sagittarius. Sagittarius, 
who's also a Scorpio moon and a Cancer rising. For those who aren't into into the stars, explain that because just like how I got to give translations for the sports. So what it means is that there is a ooh shit. Because I'm over here like... Uh-huh. Basically, there are two, I won't say opposing elements because they all work together. But there are two elements that just don't mix within his chart specifically. So on one hand, he's very, very, very passionate. But sometimes that passion reads into self-centeredness, which show up in Sagittarius a lot. And then there's a lot of, like, manipulation in there. And it's just, it just... That's a perfect... I do know cancers are like OD emotional, right? Okay, cancers are, are of the most more sensitive side okay. of the zodiac. But they are actually, what's crazy is cancer women are actually one of my favorite, like my favorite women are cancer women. My favorite. But cancer Can- men, it does not work out with me. Cancer women are, are also like Geppetto. And when he's, when he's controlling the puppet. Yes. That's cancer women. Cancer women will they are very good dance at, for me. Dance for me, boy, dance. But they're very good at making you think that their idea is your idea. They are very good at that. You saw, you know, you saw Pinocchio. I I'm sure a real did. boy now. You sure am? <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> that's cancer women. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. You think it's your idea. I think, go ahead, boy, dance for me. <laughs> no, I think the, the, the one sign that I've always gotten, like, there's two signs that I don't think I can ever seriously, when it comes to men, be involved in. And it's definitely Scorpio and it's definitely a Leo. It did not work out. Leo women low-key still owe me the fate. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> like, but, after all the Leo women who have taken uh-uh. my poor little heart and trampled it under their crazy ass, I still want the fate. So, the men I find myself, like, drawn to are Aquariuses. My father's an Aquarius. So, and I'm, y'all know how I feel about my dad. So when I see those traits in a man, I'm like, oh my God. And I'm attracted to you without having daddy issues. Like I'm attracted to you because the things that raised me, I see in you. So it's like, it's, it's not a daddy issue. It's just, uh, it's familiarity. I will never date an Aries. Absolutely not. I mean. I, I too know how crazy that shit is. I was like. We good. Do you? I was like, I would prefer you not to get a murder charge. I would definitely catch my first DV, and I don't say that lightly. Like I know for a fact because they're gonna do something, and it's going to make me like leap in a way that like you only and, know how to trigger and, me, and and they gonna I, leap right with you. Yep, and we gonna and be in there banging. I don't need that. I don't need that. We don't, y'all don't need to see that. And I don't like, I don't take, y'all know how I feel about domestic violence. I don't say that lightly. I know who my triggers are. That's why I'm very careful about like how much I play. Oh, I'm going to play. And it's going to be glorious. But I don't, mm -mm. Anyways, before, what's, what's, what's next on the topics, man? Let's get it. Let's get it. Because we've been talking about Zodiacs and sports, and I think half our audience is like, what the fuck are y'all niggas talking You ready to put this week in rice, friend? Please, can we? All right. So, Goldling wrote a dissertation, dissertation, about Mac Miller. <laughs> so, I'm not going to read the entire Goldling piece. I got, because, because that's a lot of words. We only have an hour. <laughs> um, That's a lot of words. However, I will summarize it. Basically, Goldlink, probably drunk. In his, in, in his feelings, um, said like, "Hey, you know, Mac, I miss you, I love you. However, I, I had some beef with you because I felt like you took 
my album and made it your album and got bigger than me. And when I said something about it, you kind of just said, be thankful for the look. But I love you. But I'm also not surprised you died. And I missed you. And I missed you. But when I heard you died, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm Golden. R.E.P. my nigga, I guess. So Shrug emoji. <laughs> right. So basically, it was like, so you took the time to both diss and appreciate this man. And it, then, was, it was a male equivalent of, you know how when um, R.I.P., when some people die, and then, like, some women go into, like, I remember you used to be in my DMs. You used to try to talk, talk to, to me. me and, like, I told oh, you, he pulled a Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, he pulled a Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan. Like, I remember when you, you tried to talk to me. I mean, I told you no. I wish I maybe would have told you yes, but you was always so kind to me, even when I curved you. Like, he pulled a Jasmine Sullivan. So. And the weird thing is, he did it, like, a year and a half after he died. Weird. So, there was something that I read on Twitter. Um... It was like Gold Link's music and is great, but social media is again for social consumption. And it's not like a diary post or therapy session. So. Because like he could have, A, I'm a huge believer in leaving things in the draft. A lot of things. My favorite thing to put in the group chat is typing this here so I don't post it on the timeline. And it stays amongst people I can trust. But so again, and I agree with the post that I saw on Twitter. It was like, social media is not a diary. So, Gold Link's music is dope. But also, Gold Link has been looking funny in the light because... He's been, he's been, there's a couple strikes on this nigga. Like, yeah, because it's been come out that his a lot of his music has been stolen from other black artists, specifically black women who are underground artists. Um, his style, his thieves isn't his own. That's also borrowed. Was crazy. He, he lifted verses from people to put on his shit, like, and then the Mac Miller shit's kind of like the latest thing, and like Anderson Pack let him have it, but I'm not. Oh, I'm not gonna read Anderson Pack dissertation. Pack, Ander, but Anderson Pack let the nigga have it. That's gonna be the first. That that's gonna be the first disc record with live bands. Um, Cannot fucking wait. But I think, and I understand part of where Golden's coming from because we've all had, we've had people that like you've you've cared for. But you guys weren't on good terms, and then they passed, and then like you, you got, you didn't get to reconcile what put you on not those not good terms before they were taken from you, and like that does leave you with a lot of conflicted feelings because like you didn't get to resolution for what you felt like you were wrong or that you you guys needed to speak about that was clearly big enough that you guys weren't on like really good terms, but also like someone you really cared about has passed away. And so that leaves a lot of conflicting so, feelings. However, don't post this shit on that. The so you timeline. mean to tell me with all this money and influence that Goldlink has, he doesn't have a single friend that he could just go and talk to? You mean to tell me therapy just wasn't available? I, I am saying he shouldn't post. I agree with you. There's no logical reason that that should have made it public. But... If you also realize, like, I think go through some shit right now. And I'm not saying this to, like, excuse him. Okay, and? I'm not say- Let me finish. I'm not saying this to excuse him because also he just had a whole Grammys rant after he after his shit wasn't nominated. He had, like, a similar dissertation about the Grammys. And so that kind of lets me look into his mind a little bit. Okay, like, you you clearly have a lot of thoughts. And right now you are conflicted or you are... You're not sure how to get them out. And Gold Link, just like a lot of, uh, is a millennial, just like a lot of us. And when in doubt, we go to our phones. And he should be smarter because Gold Link's actually a very articulate, smart human being, which is why I'm not giving him a pass because you're smarter than this. You're smart enough to know that this 
is a controversial take. You're allowed to feel what you feel, but you got to understand it's going to be taken a certain type of way about someone who as who is as beloved as Mac Miller. Right. And so when you understand that, talk to talk to talk to your girlfriend, talk to your therapist, talk to talk to the close circle. Right. So you mean to tell me you're? I mean, I don't know his mother or talk to someone, mammy figure. Talk to someone in the inner circle who would be like that knew you before you were gold link. And get this off your chest instead of going to your Instagram and posting a, a fucking paragraph long ass caption. Also, what I learned from this whole scenario is people need to put some respect on Brent Fias's name. Yes. Because a lot too many of you niggas said we thought you was a nigga singing a hook on crew. And don't disrespect Brent Fias like that. Because Brent Fias is fire. All right. Now, now did Gold Link have a weakest verse on his own song? Maybe. But don't disrespect Brent Fias like that. I mean, facts. But yeah, it's, it's okay to have complicated and not necessarily non-controversial feelings. You just have to keep that shit inside the circle. Or, or if you do decide to post it, don't get mad when people react. And I feel the same way. I think that, um, again, y'all, these artists are not being trained. And y'all have we, your phones. We, 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 we've had this discussion <laughs> it goes back weeks to you. No weeks. Who do you have around you that made you feel like that was a good idea? We've had this discussion for weeks and weeks. Like, it's a fly-by-night society. It's a fly-by-night music industry. Because back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, you had to be trained. And not only media trained, you had to be a triple threat in order for people to present you. You had to know how to sing, dance, and act. And, again, now Now you niggas can't trains. sing, you can't dance, you can't act, and you can't talk to people. And then on top of that, you have your phone you have access you have immediate access to your fan base and in a lot of ways i think that's hard are hurting a lot of you because a lot of newer artists like for instance Ari Lennox was exactly right and we have this conversation all the time but because of the timing of things because of the way she went about it of course she looks like she's throwing a tantrum of course she does and she can be right and also have been throwing a tantrum those are not Mutually exclusive. Was she throwing a tantrum though? Yes, absolutely. I don't think so. I think she was had a valid reaction to being fucking snubbed. You 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 not nope. she, you can be right and still be throwing a tantrum. You can be justified in the tantrum. Is that what you're telling me? Like it was still a tantrum. Like Shorty was still Shorty still reacted, but you can. Everyone was like, okay, yeah, you were snubbed. Like no no one's taking away from, but you can handle that. Differently. Why did I not pin this? Because <laughs> it's something I'm looking for. We don't and it's do like, pre-production Jesus. before we come in here. We come in here and talk shit off the top of our heads. That's not always true. We do our research. I'm and not well, on things that matter. Gold link talking shit. Because I pinned something matter. that I said and I can't find what I said because it was important. Gotta use the notes. <laughs> you gotta use it. Gotta use the notes app. I gotta start sending myself shit again because <laughs> Jesus. Listen, DM, DM yourself to us like you do nasty videos. All right. Also, mind your business. <laughs> I'm not minding business. Everyone does it. It's okay. Oh. Everyone does it. I really thought it was just me. No, everyone does it. Because I was in a meeting and like, <laughs> I everyone can't believe does I'm about it. to say this shit. I was in a meeting and I wasn't like mindless ass. Could have been an email ass meeting. Right? And fucking some, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Sometimes some of the porn that crosses my timeline be fire. Also, y'all are mad horny because it's like 2 p.m. Okay, aunt. Like you ain't never left work to go get some ass. At noon. At noon? Nah, it was like one thirty. Nah, I've definitely been like... <laughs> I took a long lunch. 
<laughs> I woke up and I was like, I've been thinking about shorty all day. <laughs> Let me go ahead and see what it's getting. Are you working from home? <laughs> Let's see what that hit for real quick. But yeah, people DM sure themselves. People DM DM themselves porn all the time. You're not special, nigga. Everyone does it. I literally was just like, bet. Sent that shit straight to my DMs. Like, <laughs> listen, watched it later. Because here's the thing: once once Twitter started making our likes public, that's only dog. First of all, some of you niggas are nasty. Also, I know y'all be sharing. Y'all be sharing it. Listen, because I don't use I don't use the Twitter app like that. So I don't, I don't got like I don't be using the bookmarks like that. You can also bookmark shit. I'm I'm literally looking for it because I'm pissed. I, it was such is, a great what thought. Is it? What is it? What is it about? I cannot remember my thought. God damn it, Alex. This is... This is it's my and I'm worth stalling, trying to help you find no, this shit. it's fine. What's the next topic for you? Um, so the next topic, um, I have a Queen and Slim rant. Okay, you know what? Go on your Queen and Slim rant. Um, and so... Without I, the fucking spoilers. I will not spoil the movie for y'all like y'all did for me. Okay. Okay? Because I am a benevolent podcast host. However... And it wasn't even like Queen of Slim got spoiled for me all the way, but it was just like one individual person was being posted as something. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, I know the vibes. Like, I put two and two together really quickly. However, so I saw Queen of Slim yesterday on a Monday. Um, for all of you people who told me this was one of the best movies of the year, it was groundbreaking and I need to see it, DM me the movie that you saw. <laughs> Calvin. I would like to see the movie you saw. Because the movie I saw, Midburger Light Cheese. Ooh. Not even all the way cheese. It's like light cheese. And, the, and here's the reasoning why. Yes, I understand that the movie is supposed to be quote-unquote unrealistic. It's Black Bonnie and Clyde, whatever the case may be. So we're supposed to, I'm supposed to suspend my belief to an extent, right? Right. But when I tell you there is several several points in this movie where I'm like, okay, what the fuck? But that's, that's not even close to being accurate. And I, everyone who, who saw the movie, some of the parts where I'm like, oh, so, so now you just want to, okay, so you just want to do this now? Like right now? And then there's a montage where it was, a, it was they mixed a sex scene with a, pro, uh, with a protest scene. What? It, it was. Okay, a, so talk about trauma porn. Put them bump. Sorry. <laughs> it made me tickle. Hey, Gil, if you could put someone throwing tomatoes into the edit. Um, but so, like, literally, and it was like, it was such a jarring back and forth. And it was like, and honestly, there are times I'm like, I'm rooting for y'all to get caught because this is stupid. <laughs> like, y'all are making the most stupid decisions for fugitives. I hope y'all get caught. This is dumb. This is I super think you dumb. might be telling a little bit of movie friend because I, I haven't seen it and I, I would like to see it. But I will say I will say this. It was shot beautifully. Like the actual cinematography. I love black directors. I love black directors like that know how to like black people. Um and so it was shot beautifully. I the cinemat everything visual about it, A plus. Everything screenplay related. Could use some work. Hmm. Um, it felt some of the characters felt real stereotypical, paid by numbers, like pandering ish. Hmm. Um, to me, it felt like it was written by a white ally. 
What wait? What what it was Lena? What was it, Lena's waves? No, it was, her, in it, was it, it was her screenplay. Okay. That's so what I, makes you say that? Because and I'm, I'm, it's hard to say without spoiling the movie. Okay. But like some of the characters, some of the tropes, some of the dialogue, some of like the just the action. Um, it 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 felt like it was written to pander to black people instead of like being a, even semi realistic at like the de- description or of black people. Does it make sense? Okay. And. And again, this is spoiler free, so I can't really say going too deep. But just know the movie didn't earn how the ending went to me and how the ending and some of the real visceral parts of the movie made me feel. The movie didn't earn that for me. Like Fruitvale, Fruitvale Station, mm-hmm. great movie I'll never see again. Oh, I don't know anybody who could sit through that movie I twice. Saw, listen, I, uh, one person hit me like, yeah, I, I watch it one, I need to cry. What? But like, that's her. Anyone, everyone else was like, yeah, fam, I, I saw it once and seen it again. I knew the ending for Fruitful Station because it's based off a real-life story. We knew the ending. It still hurt. And so, but Fruitful Station was a great movie that just had a triggering ending. I agree. This movie ain't that to me. Like, it didn't earn the ending that it gave me. I'll mm-hmm. say, I'll, I'll put it like that. That's I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna go see it. Go see it, and thank I, God. Look at you. Look at you, not spoiling the fucking movie for all of us Neanderthals who have not yet seen it. And here's the thing. So usually, you. usually we get a week. I mean, no, y'all niggas were ready to talk about it like Thanksgiving night, which is aggravating as fuck. I'm with my family, half sleep off of turkey and dressing and sweet potato pie. Yeah, but the movie came out on Thanksgiving, and niggas were ready to ruin and it. We give a week for Marvel movies. I'm telling you what I saw, friend. No, I'm, no, I'm agreeing with you. I'm talking about like the niggas who who, who are spoiling it the first weekend. We the, the general rule of movie spoilers is you get a week. If, if you ain't if you didn't go see it within that week, you don't, you ain't care about it. I mean, me, you ain't care enough about it to get a spoil. And I, I I have to agree. So I'm gonna move on because I want to touch on this. Um, Gabrielle Union was fired from America's, America's Got, Got Talent. Talent. Okay, now notoriously, Nick Cannon has was also removed from the show. He went about a little, a little bit more quiet than that. Um, then because a lot of niggas was just like, why is Terry Crews not a host? Like it was a real. If you don't follow the show, then you're like, oh, Terry Crews not a host. Oh, they're just swapping out black people, right? But, but Nick Cannon has like a butt gaggle of other things going on, so everybody figured he was preoccupied. No, he was hey, actually fired from the show. But also, Nick Cannon does keep a job. And Sierra, they will keep a job. Okay, them two niggas, I ain't never seen unemployed. <laughs> Listen, okay. Now their target audience, maybe that's uh, arguable. But they keep a job. They keep a job. Okay, so Gabrielle Union was like, no, fuck that. There's a story to be told. The story shall be told. Okay. And so she used, she initially used sources. It was like, because a lot lot of times when famous people want to talk to you, but they don't want to talk to you. Sources say. It's literally her homegirl was like, hey, went to TMZ and was like, hey, bro, your good sis Gabrielle Union got let go of for being them niggas was being racist. And so. Hashtag they lying, your honor. So. Long story short, um, Gabrielle Union was, she had made multiple complaints about um, 
just the staff, the way she was being treated, the way she was being handled. There were statements being made about like her the, the way she changed up her hair, and also and, too ethnic. Was and the also, term that she was, used. was also not only kind of like standing up for herself; she was standing up for others. So, the one I think what they say was like the straw that broke the camel's back was um, Jay Leno made like a racist joke about like Koreans. Yes, and and Gabrielle Union heard the joke and then r- reported it. As she's supposed to, and then that's what got her like let go because at this point, they NBC said like she's creating too much of a hostile work environment by keeping niggas accountable. Again, according to sources, right? So to this, uh, there's two points, right? Again, go black girl, go, right? And for me, as somebody who changes up her hair a lot. If you ever do a throwback Thursday of me two weeks ago, my hair looks different. Sam, you FaceTimed me a week ago. Your hair looked different. Okay. Some days it's going to be on top of my head. Some days it's going to be down my back. Who fucking knows? As long as it doesn't lean to the side like a T.I. fitted cap, we are okay. As long as my wig looks like a wig and not a hijab, we good. Shout out to Doja Cat. Or like a do-rag. Continue. As long as my wigs look like they're mine, like that scalp is melted, y'all leave me alone. I'm anyway. going to keep going before I say something real reckless about certain qualities of wigs I've seen. Yeah, I could do better. But who am I to wig shame? Because I look good bald-headed. I am not one to wig shame, okay? Anyway, so as a black woman, and that is a characteristic of black women, we switch up our hair because it's versatile. And we have the ability to do that. Like, that's just what we do, okay? It's a part of who we are in our culture. And for me, hearing that Again, it's the reinforcement that there are actual laws in place to protect black women and black hairstyles. As my, there are laws in place that give me the right to wear my hair as it naturally grows out of my head. It sounds ridiculous until I see people defending white women with box braids. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, all right, for you, this is a trend. For me, this is culture. This is heritage. This it, it roots back to so many different things, so many triggering things. Actually, bro, I don't see, a, I don't know a single white girl who has a hot comb story. You asked all my black girls; they we all know that struggle. All my black friends right now, I know the 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 TWA. I just cut my relaxer out. A lot of my friends went from having relaxers to having locks. You know what I'm saying? My entire household either has a fade, they bald headed, or they have locks. So the protection of black hairstyles is always going to be near and dear to me, right? And then you have a black woman who's championing, not necessarily championing that, but I'm seeing it in, in a higher level sense. This is Gabrielle fucking Union, who could probably walk on set and afford her own black hairstylist and her own black makeup artist. And knowing the kind of landscape that Hollywood is right now, she probably has to supply her own fucking, because it's not there. The range is not there or they're not hiring it, okay? And you mean to tell me down to Gabrielle fucking Union, the, another black, affluent black woman with enough money and access to have what she needs in order to make herself presentable on TV is still getting police for black hair? See. Really? I saw a different point. And here's the, point, here's the different point I saw. We talk about standing in the gap, right? Right. So what stood out to me more so than being police for changing her hairstyles was that she got fired. Because she reported a racist joke to an ethnicity that wasn't her own. Oh, I was getting there. 
I was getting there. Okay, I was okay. No, no, so I, I jumped, was getting I jumped, there. I that was you. You leaped. I was getting there. I'm always going to talk to black women first. That's my priority. So that was that. I was getting there. Gabrielle Union stood in the black of Asian Americans. Because she reported a joke that had nothing to do with her. She could have really sat there and ate her food and probably still had a job if she did. But she's like, no, that's fucked up. And again, it dotes on the point that just because it's not a problem for me does not mean it's not a problem. And because it's a problem for you means that my problem with you is not going to be too far behind. And I'm proud of her for that. The other part about it is I remember that there was a time on actually on the timeline where Asian Americans were actually upset with black people because we, you know, they got to when black black women are starting to open hair stores in areas that are predominantly black, which we already know are already preoccupied by Asian Americans in their hair stores. So it's direct competition. And so there was a debate about it was, okay, Asian Americans were like, we've never stopped black people. We've supported black communities. Um, We've never stopped black people from owning their own businesses. Like, it's racist for you guys to feel that way. And it's like, no, we know what it feels like to be stepped into an Asian-owned hair store and how heavy you get watched and policed and how racist it is. There's jokes like, hurry up and buy. Yes, there's jokes about how you guys, Asian Americans will set up shop in black communities and treat us poorly. So then we get our own shit and you want to call it reverse racism. Well, we know we, we a couple things. We know reverse racism. Reverse racism isn't real, um, because right. racism requires power. Secondly, it's just black people becoming a mule again. So, right. like, Shorty got fired for defending a Korean. It was a Korean. Like, he made a joke on a Korean, so she was defending a Korean American, right? And lost her job for it. Now we know again. Gabrielle Union ain't hurting for money. Gabrielle Union ain't, ain't, isn't hurting for a job or an opportunity. We know that. Like, it's Gabrielle Union. However, I don't... If the, if the roles were reversed, do we think... Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I'm not even... Absolutely not. Hell nah. Hell, no, absolutely not. No. There's not too many people that I know that will stand in the gap for black people and we not know about it. Because I feel like, and in my hearts of hearts, I think Gabrielle Union would have done this. And if she would have still kept her job by reporting this, we wouldn't have heard anything about it. It would have just been her doing the right thing. There's not too many well-meaning people of color. And when I say people of color, I'm always excluding black people because when I talk to black people, I say black people. Right. But people of color and white people who don't necessarily stand in that gap without attention. But no, or here's my point is like they expect us to support them in their fights without supporting us in ours. But that goes back to the fact that a lot of people's movements takes his feet and legs out of the civil rights movement. So they know that, okay, if you align your cause with black people causes, then you're going to get black attention. When the reverse is necessary, it's not there. Hey, everybody want equality, but people just want their equality first. Period, and they don't care the the what where they have to stand, what backs, what, what like, shoulders yeah, like, you have to stand on in e- order to get there. We, like we should all be equal, but I want to be equal first. But that's the difference between equality and equity at the same time. But again, another rant, another tangent, another day. I think, in my in my honest opinion, Gabrielle Union would have done that because it sh- that's who she is. Behind closed doors, that conversation would have stayed behind closed doors. Honestly, we if if she chose to handle it privately and we wouldn't know nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. I really believe that. But the fact that she's putting NBC on notice 
because she lost her job behind that shit, I'm I and you also have, you, know, and, you have no choice but to stand. And also because Jay Leno at NBC is like one of the Godfathers. Like he's like he was the Tonight Show for twenty some years. Like he was he's an institution. So it's like it's like when when you attack an institution, no matter how wrong they are, institution generally backs them. So like attacking Jay Leno on NBC is like attacking Bill Gates at Microsoft or Jeff Bezos at Amazon. Like Right. Even no, when you're even when you're right, you're wrong. I understand the gravity. It's just what's it's crazy is it reminds me of this time, right? And mind you, my parents are older, so the ide- ideologies are a little dated, right? My mother told me, me and my father, when I was a teenager, used to get into it, okay? Because he used to be wrong. He used to be dead ass wrong sometimes. He used to know he's wrong. And my mother, she took me to the side because she saw I was getting frustrated, right? She took me to the side and she was just like, listen. Father's not going to be wrong in his own house. So when I think about Jay Leno, I think about that. They're not going to, Jay Leno's not going to be wrong in his own house. So I get it, but it's still fucked up. And I'm glad Gabriel Union, listen, I would be suing the motherfucking pants off NBC. As she should. It'd be GBC by the time I'm done. But um yeah, just just a shout out to Gabrielle Union. Um, she's like what forty six, looking twenty six. Listen, hey, she posted a, her her last birthday. She posted that picture of her in like her bring it on uniform. I was like, bitch, how how do you look better now than you did then? Money, <laughs> but I mean facts. <laughs> like, cause bitch, if I could do it, I would too. Um, so Drake. Drake, Drake, I, listen, I told y'all Drake was looking funny in the light months ago. And niggas was like, Alex, you still gonna listen to that nigga's music. And I said, funny in the light is one thing. This shit, I have questions. And so. So go ahead, friend. All right. And so, um, Billy Ellis, is that how you pronounce her name? Yes. Um, in a recent interview with, uh, somebody, I forget who, but. They asked, like, who's the famous, who's the most famous person in your phone? Like, they, so this interview series is like, Ugh. hear me out. That question is disgusting. No, but she's, she's also famous. So it's like, mm. and so they asked, it's like a series of interviews over three years where we ask her the same questions to see how the answers have evolved. So it's like, a th- it's just, she did one in 2017 when she wasn't really known yet. She did one in 2018 where she just started breaking out. And she did one in 2019 where she's a Grammy nominated fucking act, like artist. And so, she asked that, and then she was like, okay. She listed off names, you know, Taylor Swift, like, uh, fucking dude from Twilight, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, you know, just. Yeah. And then she says, like, I'm probably like, Drake is so nice. And so, and so the interviewer was like, okay, like, ask her to kind of expound on that. Right. And so she says, like, me and Drake text a couple, you know, text back and forth, like, he's, super, he's always super nice to me, like, even when he doesn't have to be because he's Drake. And it's like, um, he said he's coming. To, he's coming to Atlanta. So like, if yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm visit him. Like, he's so nice to me. Like, he, you know. And then it, and then they asked like, okay, what do, what do y'all text about? She's like, well, oh my god. And she was like, well, I mean, she's like, well, that saves in text messages. And so it's the reason why it's a little bit of issue. And how old is Billy Ellis? Solid eighteen. <sighs> and so the reason why it's is it's like a, it's becoming a because Millie Bobby Brown. What's, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. Um, said similar things about like Drake. But Millie Bobby Brown was a good like 16, 17 at yeah, the time. Yeah, she was 17 at the time. And said like Drake was like giving her advice on like, you know, dating and shit. 
And so, I guess my question is, is I like, don't even like texting my teenage fucking cousins. I have a niece I'm very careful about. And she's on fucking, how, um, excuse me, she's on Spelman campus bad as a motherfucker. And I'm still very careful about how I talk to her. Because, girl, you are fucking, you're still a teenager to me. And so, I guess... And I'm pushing 30. I'm literally twice your age, girl. No, no. And so it's like this. It's like, now, we all know the answer if a text are, like, explicit. Yes, he's a predator. No no cap. No, no. But both Billy and, I've been trying to say for the last five minutes, goddamn. <laughs> um, but both Billy and, um, what's her, well, I forgot her name so, so quickly. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown both said these texts are purely patotic. God damn. Um, both, both of them have said that these texts are purely platonic. Like, he's not coming on them in any way. He's just, like, trying to be a friend. So what? how do we feel about this? All right. So this is how grooming begins, right? So it starts off as, like, oh, they're just, you know, same tax bracket, one percenters. And on top of that, they're famous. On top of that. Which is, and, why, which is why I right, kind of first And different circumstances and settings, like, if you think about it like that, it's like, okay, who could they talk to realistically, right? Because they're not only are, do you have this immense amount of wealth, you're young, and there's not a lot of your peers around you. Drake is also not your peer. So if you're looking for guidance or understanding, Drake would be a great mentor, right? Right. If you're giving the context of the conversation. But the way that Billy said it and the way Billy Bobby Brown said it, Drake is no business giving you relationship advice. That's inappropriate. Drake has no business text messages like that it makes me feel uncomfortable because i'm thinking about it like okay me pushing 30 and if one of my 17 16 year old mentees came to me and asked me for boy advice and my and i have a mixed group of children that i speak to right if one of them were to come to me one of the boys would come to me and say alex i like this girl but she's acting like this on the third that conversation has to be handled very delicately because of my age and because of their age and the fact that I'm old, just enough older than you. So it comes across as like, all right, because of how close we are in age, I still have seniority, I have experience, I'm a full-blown adult, but I still can relate to being teenage Alex. And if you think about the Drake dynamic, these you make music for this particular demographic. So I understand, like, is there a little bit of fangirling going on? Because, of course, a couple years ago, you couldn't get access to a Drake. Now he's in your phone. It looks, if not, if this situation is not, like, coming across as a big bro mentorship conversation, I have questions. But also, it makes me think, you don't hear about the up-and-coming, like, younger teenage black girls in this genre era talking about Drake is in my phone. Summer Walker did it, though. She did, how old is Summer Walker? maybe 22 like 22 23 see we give a pass to young girls when they're over 21 okay but, but you still don't know shit at 21 but, but anyway but, but, but like but summer, but, summer walker was i think but she, she also became famous like at like 18 19 yeah like 19 maybe again 
looks funny. But and, and I think he, I think she sent a DM. She screeched out of a DM of like Drake compliment her on the album. Okay, that's different because it's a compliment on your body of work, something that's relevant to the industry and the conversation. If Drake was just like, "Oh, that's a great episode of or Stranger Things. Keep doing good jobs." I wouldn't look twice at that. But you're sitting down having in-depth conversations about your your dating or your sex life with Drake. Eh. Because we know how grooming begins, you're asking for advice. You giving advice is shaping this person's perception of relationships and how things are supposed to work. I'm not saying that that's what the situation is because I think that may be a little bit of a leap, but it does give it pause because we know how these stories start. We know how the R. Kelly started. We know how even Rashida and Kirk started. So you look and many, many of other stories. Hell, y'all know how I feel about my fave. She was also groomed. So I just say, if Drake's got anybody who gives a fuck about anything he's got going on, he would tread very, very fucking lightly because any wrong step or any any mis- misinterpretation of a wrong step could end his fucking career. Yes, and for Drake, that's a long way to fall. That's a long way to fall, especially because if this is innocent and it's not quote unquote like that, then let's leave it on the playground, literally, because these are children. It's just, you know, it's... And I even think about like you know him dating Jorah Smith, right? Jorah Jorah was like twenty two when when him and Drake when her and Drake dated. Okay. And so I'm just like, so it's like okay. Okay, but also, sorry. famous people go by different rules, and if this is fucked up to say, but they do. They do, and I think, and not to be funny, it's always going to strike me as a semi odd when men pushing thirty five. 40 are going for women who are in the younger years of 20. I'm talking like 21, 22. So yeah, bro, she's legal, but she don't have no experience. It just comes across as manipulation. Like, uh, if you, I'm, if you believe Jaded, she manipulated him, but I, I fear you. I, hear I you. mean, yeah, but still, and I'm not saying it doesn't work the same way for women, but that's, it, it absolutely I does. Think one, I think, Okay, so I think one of the things that like it's it's a it's a combination of cultures. Like we tell it's like we tell these young women, you know, to go for security, go older. These young niggas at your age don't know shit. They can't they can't take care of you like like how someone quote unquote older can. That's a that's a grooming habit. That's definitely a thought. But, of, but that's we definitely but, grooming. But shit, I see more women. And it's not victim blaming because I think the actual women don't know, they don't know right from wrong. We're just being fed shit. But we tell, like, hell, beloved, beloved yesterday, um, on yesterday or Saturday was like, who's dating niggas under 35? Like, as a joke, but like, that's a general viewpoint of like, you feel me? I really, I really don't like dating men my age. I really don't. And so, I, I've and so, always, I've typically dated older than me. Typically. Every, but it's not like some huge age gap it's like within a five year five six year range you know what i'm saying me okay the closer i get to 30 that number is getting a little a lot higher like not a lot let me be like 40 yeah i've dated a 40 year old i like i was 28 and i was dating a 40 year old okay i would still think that that relationship is a a little inappropriate i was like 40 that's a 12 year difference right yes quick maths quick maths come on (laughs) friend um so if we're using that right 12-year distance from Drake's age is he's 34 or 35 right now. Yeah, I don't know. 
is 22-23. So, so Georgia Smith is like right, right at that line. These other two, which honestly, this is how, this is going to sound cynical, but Drake ain't stupid enough to get caught publicly dating either one of them right now. He better not be. Because like... But see, that's it, also the because thing. Because if, if you're so, trying to portray this as big bro, you can't... But if he pops out when these women are like 25, 26, when he was texting them at 16, 17... And we gonna know something. Nigga, that's grooming. And so, my, I guess my next question is... That's the whole ideology behind for, a red shirt. That's the whole... It's the whole for, thing. For, for us, people who don't know Drake, people who can't, aren't in a circle, people who... Speculators, we are just spec- this. Is what all can we do? Because people are like, you know, what I'm saying, like, and like, what can we do as spectators? So being completely like Trill Deal Holyfield, like the whole, hey, nothing. Because if we're being real, it's not. It's, that's not my business. But especially because there's no like, he hasn't technically done anything wrong. It's just a little cringy, right? But uh, 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 given that we don't know what they t- actually text about. We don't know if it's really just a big bro relationship and these young girls aren't articulating that correctly. Which is also very possible. You know what I'm saying? We don't fucking know. It does look funny as fuck in the light. And I'm praying to sweet baby Jesus, I don't have to cancel Drake. That's a large catalog. God, you're asking me for a lot. And I would do it because I don't support abusers. But I'm just praying that everything checks out as it's supposed to, and that Drake is not moving funny in the light because I will be very disappointed. I think, I think the, um, Drake sometimes comes off as, he comes off as a either naive or manipulating. And it might be both. Because it's just like, where sometimes where he just, it's like, it doesn't always get that, oh, this comes off a certain way. Right. And I think that's the situation here. I think he's honestly trying to just, you know, be a, a mentor but you can't be a mentor to 17, 18-year-old women without it looking some type of way unless you're able, unless you're willing to, like, expose the contents of your relationship. Like, yo, here's the screenshots. I just try to give her advice. I don't, I don't ever try to, like, yeah. push up on her. But but also, Drake's never been that kind of guy. It's not that. He doesn't come across as that kind of celebrity. He may obsess over Rihanna. Which is cringy. But everyone obsesses over Rihanna. She's Rihanna. I mean, fair enough. Um, What's next? So, you ready to move into this hot take? Yeah, let's get it. We only had one hot take today, which is fine. So, we got Black Friday out the way, which always kind of sends me because I I used to work retail. And there was a point in time where I had three retail jobs in the mall at Kenwood during, on Black Friday. And it just lets me know that the general public is fucking rude. And y'all are disgusting to people that you feel like cannot retaliate or cannot get at you. Or cannot benefit you. Or cannot benefit. You're fucking disgusting. And if you're one of those people, or you see, or, or you're, you're okay hanging out or going shopping with the people who treat service workers like shit, I will personally cuss you the fuck out. Because it's nasty. There's no reason to be rude, snidey, or impatient with somebody who's dealing with the same kind of use. They have to deal with a thousand use every day. There's no reason to treat people like that. They are in the service industry, meaning that at the end of the day, they still have something you want or need, which means that there's a certain level of respect that you need to have. And I find it really, real quick, this tangent, it's been on my heart. I find it really odd that like I stopped telling people what I actually do for a living. And I don't make no kind of money. Not for real anyway. Not, not Nothing significant enough that's like, oh, Alex, whoa. But people choose how they want to gauge and respect for you by your title. 
You're talking to a man here. You know I, I know started. Business. I started telling people I'm an assistant. I work for the important people. I'm, I'm no one. And technically in my company right now, I'm not. But people will get on Glassdoor and ke- people will start literally Googling your job and your you're, title you're, and you're how you're much talking money. Just, you're, listen, I, as a man, and this is one of the very few things that like this double standard works in women's favor. Like, the, oh, so what do you do? Like during a during like the first date or whatever else, like you're asking me that because you want to know where you can put me in your respect category, your hierarchy. If I tell you I'm a CEO, oh, okay, you know I'm, I'm a treat them a certain type of way. If I tell you I'm a janitor, I'm get treated totally differently. And I've had I've seen women. I at- legit on my one of my dates recently. I told a guy I was a manager at McDonald's. I legit told him i was like no and then because i used to work at mcdonald's eons ago you know what i'm saying that i was 18 19 working at mcdonald's no problem and niggas were just like i i watched like i watched our date change i literally it was so fucking funny i didn't even mention it because i knew that i would never talk to this man again so it's like oh i just want to see what you would do and it was one of those niggas i just really wasn't interested in i was like you asked me on a date it's the second third time you asked me let's see what type of time you're really on He's like, well, you dress too nice to work at McDonald's. And I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> he expects you to pull up in the, in, in the visor, nigga. He expected me to pull up in the 06 Nissan. With the visor. You know what I'm saying? Smelling like stale fries. Right. And it's like, no, like, I, I watched your respect for me alter. So. And I've, listen, I've seen women straight up ask niggas how much their mortgage is. What? Oh, Yeah. And I was, I'm looking, I'm like, yo, shorty, bugging right now. Wildin'. And like, the dude she asked, like, shut her down. I remember this conversation. She shut her down, like, yeah, nah. Mm -hmm." He's like, that's really none of your business. Like, (laughs) no. I was like, Sam, what? Low-key, like, how much, how much our rent is? Black people love asking other black people, how much, how much you pay if it is? You know how many people walk into my apartment have asked me how much my rent is? And the first thing out of my mouth is, what do you, what you got on it? If you're not talking to me nice like that, then I don't want to hear it. I just tell niggas I sell drugs at this point. Like, so brings me back to this whole point, right? Which is why I avoid Black Friday. I really do. If and and what's crazy, people are like, oh, you could just shop online. Then I think about Amazon workers, and then I think about Walmart workers. I think about Target. I really try to avoid shopping during the season as much as possible, like because I don't like the way service people, specifically those in retail get treated i just i don't fucking like it and if i have to shop it's going to be an off off peak hours like i will go early morning during like the week i've i've gone shopping on my lunch break if i have to because i really don't i don't like the way service workers get treated during this time of year so here's the problem capitalism is still here when you talk about the benefits it's still here i saw somebody post some shit like if you really fuck with that person, you wouldn't buy, buy them a gift on Black Y'all Friday because because why wouldn't you want to pay full money? Girl, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Shut your dumb ass the fuck. And you tweeted, you knew this shit was hot. You just knew you had a point. She, she, she dropped the phone. She was just like, I'm about to put this on silent. I'm gonna go viral, girl. You went viral for all the wrong reasons. Well, see where we call see we call that ratioed. When you get ratioed, is when you don't get a lot of retweet or you don't get a lot of likes. You get a lot of like or retweets. But you get a lot of quotes. You get a lot of replies. Yes. That means we weren't really feeling what you were saying, but you bugged the fuck out, Shorty, and I'm going to let you know about Shorty it. Shorty was wild. Because it's like, how dare I find a deal? How, you know what I'm saying? 
If I'm going to buy these AirPods for one fifty, and they on sale for one ten. Oh, 99, because I saw them home for 99. Why wouldn't I buy them? Why would I not save a couple dollars and still get you what you wanted at the same quality? It's not a knockoff. Listen, <sighs> if whoever's trying, listen, I got to get people lists of the things I want for my birthday because people keep asking me, and I'm like, I don't know. Just, just post a lid, make a flyer, say Calvin, you have Calvin's favorite things. <laughs> and just, just drop it. Like. Give us the option. So we're actually doing Secret Santa at work, right? And I pulled this guy. And I like Secret Santa at work. I also like White Elephant parties. Those are fun. But Never mind. I, pulled, I found out the, I found out the reason why they call it White Ele- Elephant parties. But I don't know if it's a basically people would get in like for ancient times. If you really ain't fuck with somebody, you would gift them a white elephant because the upkeep for the white elephant would would cause that person to go broke. Oh, that's fucked up. So like white elephant is like oh I'm gonna get you something funny huh? but it's like we toned it down but like in the other times like I'm gonna gift you this it's like gifting somebody to drive like a O two four Taurus Cadillac Escalade that upkeep go gonna break gonna break them type shit damn you can still give me the Cadillac though we'll make it work somebody's shaking it might be this ass so <laughs> um but no so. We're doing Secret Santa, and I actually pulled this guy. He's newer. He's literally the newest person on our team. He hasn't been there a month yet. Damn, newer with you, Al. Yeah. So, I actually got shouted out at work for my work ethic, which is funny as fuck. But I, I actually get, bust my ass. I don't get shouted out for my work ethic. So, they were like, Alex, you're, you're kicking ass in this region. We're so proud of you. Everybody's so, like, regional directors were like, we like her. Thank you. Appreciate you. So, anyway. So he goes, he's newer on the team. And I've noticed like in our first week where he got his first check, it wasn't like a full check. You know what I mean? It's like the trainer check or whatever. But half half week. Half a week. Like yeah. and so all that went to bills. And then he had a girlfriend. His girlfriend's in the hospital. Damn. Like so in your first month, you've already missed like two weeks. If we counted all his days that he has not been in the office, it's been like two weeks. And he's a great guy, right? So we're leaving the office actually yesterday, and it's fucking 40 degrees outside. I am bundled from my head to my toes, bro. Like, I was, no, right? You're not going to catch me slipping. And I look over, and I'm like, I know the shorty is like, he has on like a short sleeve, like, polo. And I'm like, where's your coat? Now, you know white people don't wear coats. They don't, they don't feel the cold, bro. He, he was just like, oh, I'm not cold. Lying ass. So then I, we get into like we have a service escalator that takes us down to the garage, the parking garage, and I'm noticing him like turning red, like the tip of his nose is red, like his hands. I'm like, noticing the color in his hands go out, and so we get down to the basement, and I'm just like, I waited till the people kind of walk past us a little bit because I didn't want to say it out loud, and I asked him. I said, "Do you need a coat?" He's like, "Yeah." Like he said, "I would like a coat, but you know, it's just you know, it's just not in the budget right now." And I thought about it. Right? Nigga, what? Like, I thought about it. How lucky are we? I work with you every day. Now, mind you, his first week there, I bought him lunch because I get it. Like, this is your first paycheck. Everything just went to bills. You ain't got it. I'm I'm noticing you not eat. I don't like that. That don't sit well with me. And I was talking. You're really an auntie on the low. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but no, like, all right, I troll a lot. Come here, baby. You hungry? (laughs) I do troll a lot, but like, I can't. Physically, I cannot eat in front of you. If I know that you're hungry and I have food, I cannot. It it fucks with me when I notice that. Like, bro, if you need to eat, you can eat. Like, I'm not going to sit here and eat in front of you. But also, I'm like, 
what you want to eat? Like, it's your first week. Like, and I was trying to play it casual. He's like, no, I'm not hungry. I said, babe, you ain't got no money right now. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's fine. So, but then I'm noticing like, okay. So incidentally, I drew his name for Secret Santa. So the first gift is like the $5 gift. So I'm going to get him a pair of wireless headphones for his, like, it's like $5 at Target. You know what I mean? <laughs> something, something real like, okay, I thought about you. And then the $30 gift, I, and I might not even wait this long because it's going to be two weeks when we're supposed to give that gift. Um, we have to, you know, I got a list of things that he actually likes. So I'm like, I'm guesstimating. You know, I'm in the fashion world. I see his size. I can guess it. And I think I'm going to donate him a coat. So if anybody out there who knows, like, who has a coat that's either 2X or 3X, and it's a, it, it could be a pea coat, a winter coat, just something to keep my man's, like, from having to brave it, maybe some hat and some gloves to go with it, help me help, you know, help him. I ain't asking for no money. But if y'all have a coat in the back of that closet that you know you're not using, you're not wearing, you know, I've always been a firm believer that charity starts at home. So, I, hello, I'm asking. Um, is there a heart now? Is there a heart? But um, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we got to take care of our own. So he don't know it yet, but he has a coat on the way. And if I can't do it this week, I'm going to definitely get it to him next week. Hey, um, this kind of ties in my next point. is like, okay, like practicing gratitude and like mental health. And so shout out to my, my homegirl, Carly. I love, I love Car- Carly to death. And if you listen to this, you have been an instrument into my growth all 2019. I love you. Thank you. Um, and so we're talking about like practicing gratitude. And I think like we, if we treat our mental health more like our physical health, we will be a, better off. And so we don't go into the gym the first day expecting to push up 400 pounds on a bench press, do all the leg squats. You know what I'm saying? We don't go in expecting to right. be immediately there, but we do it for our mental health. We expect to immediately be like, everything's okay now. And it's not. And so I think some of it is like practicing baby steps and including gratitude being thankful for what you have because i know you and i know me i know a lot of people who listen to this podcast all think similarly we are never satisfied we are never satisfied with where we are we're always thinking what's next right all right bro like we got this podcast okay let's t- let's play this live show all right we got this live show okay what about the second live show all right about you know- you be when i say exhausted i am tired and i think the fact that i am tired hit me yesterday so, in the middle of a week, like, work, I had a huge panic attack. Like, I couldn't even talk about it. And still haven't quite recovered from that. And mind you, this panic attack happened maybe, like, 5, 5.30-ish. And it's 9 o'clock the next day, damn near. And I still haven't, like, been able to center and do my grounding exercises. So you, and for me, when I can't center myself, I get distract. I distract myself. Like, okay, what can I do that's going to immediately bring me, like, some sense of peace and calm or tranquility? So I started cleaning my entire house. Like, I mean, like, washing windows. I done, I, I done polished wood. You know what I'm saying? I done swiffered my entire floor. I started organizing my closet again. And I'm like, okay, that's, I'm finding peace here. I'm, I'm finding some, some relative peace in this moment. I'm still not calm. There's still things. There's still too many missing pieces. I can't settle my thoughts. I'm jittery at work. I can't drink coffee because that's going to send my adrenaline through the roof, which will trigger a panic attack. So this time of year, it's okay. Not so much seasonal depression or anything like that. The holidays makes us antsy. The holidays make me so anxious. 
And Christmas is typically my favorite time of year. It really Christmas and Valentine's Day are my two favorite holidays. Because you're a sap. Huge sap. And I'm glad you said it's not be, it's not out of greed because we know it's not. Like I like love and I love seeing the spirit of people rise because they know that they're they're doing and engaging more with their loved ones. And sometimes it does take a specific day for you to slow down. It shouldn't, but sometimes it does. So take that moment. And I like seeing people take that moment with people that they love and, and adore. So my little heart gets warm. But um, with that being said, Christmas shopping, my I keep getting asked, like, what's your strategy? Like, how do you Christmas shop? I don't. And A, if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. And you don't need to be robbing Peter to pay Paul in order to get a Christmas gift for some for these motherfuckers who are not going to have it a year later. Nine times out of ten. Two, uh, also, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Two, you're going to add stress on top of the fact that we're receiving much less sunlight and you're taking in much less water. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. You can't afford it mentally, financially, sometimes physically. I fucking hate the mall. Hate the mall. That's why malls are going out of business. Never in the mall. I go to the mall and get my nails done. That's about it. And so, and and not even there if I can help it. Because I typically go to Aviance. I went to Aviance too. Yo, with the lick, and they serve you liquor, the one in, yep. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. That's my one. Give me, give me lit. Give me lit while you do my toes. <laughs> Please. White toes for these hoes. Okay. Um, and also, it's my birthday, right? So birthday season, holiday season, all that shit. So like, I generally get out of buying people Christmas gifts because people don't give a fuck about my birthday. So I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm going to, you know, save me money. Appreciate you. Right. Um, <clears throat> but also, being thankful for what you have instead of being focused on what you don't. We got to change our viewpoint. Got to change how we look at things. Got to, you know, you know, wake up differently. Wake up, you know. The definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over and over again and expecting different results. So if you, you're doing current things and you're not feeling right. 100%, switch something up. My, my homegirl loves meditation. She can meditate and write in her journal every morning before she do anything. I'm like, how, how do you have time to sleep? I started meditating. My therapist recommended meditation. And it's literally like you sit. You can Google and use. You can YouTube meditation techniques. You, it's literally, you don't need a therapist for that. You can Google meditation techniques. And honestly. There's like guided meditation. Guided meditation, it works, for, it works well for if this is you just getting into it, trying to understand it. Because it talks you through it. And all of it is, is being hyper aware. It's mindfulness. Being hyper aware of your breathing and the world around you and how you're taking it and feeling it. Hyper, it's heightened sense of awareness. Like, um, I was actually watching meditation. The There's a series on Netflix called Explained. And it talks about, like, anxiety and meditation and the effects of meditation. And so, and the way our brains respond to meditation um, st- stimuli. And it is amazing. And really, it just reminds you that your brain is a muscle. And that you can train it to do whatever it is that you want it to do. So, and just during the season, A, I say it all the time, and it's probably going to be my mantra through the holiday season is be nicer to yourself. Take it easy. Give yourself, cut yourself some slack. If Christmas was in July, would you still be this stressed out? Probably. <laughs> I think a lot of people would, would probably because, um, 
It's just, you know, we get stressed out around holidays. We get stressed around, around you know, major life events. Um, you know. I just think you should be kinder to yourself. Slow down. Be nicer. Be sweeter. Just a lot. There's a lot you could do. So the one thing you should do, make sure that you are okay before you go out. And also, y'all be mindful how much you're asking your friends right now. There's a lot of events going on. A lot of Friendsgivings. A lot of pop-ups. A lot of... You know what I'm saying? Just things that make us want to gather. And if you don't have the strength, the energy, or you're not in the proper headspace to do all of those things, it's okay to sit it out. Just don't talk to your friends like they're goddamn bank teller workers. and Don't talk to your friends like 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 shit because they're choosing to sit out of your event. Because sometimes, like I said, the holiday season is a hard one. Holiday season is difficult. But also don't be that dickhead-ass friend that RSVPs for an event. We create space for you, and then you just don't show up. There's ways, guys. There are definitely ways to handle situations where you're just not in the mental capacity for it. Don't be a dick. <laughs> What's next? Friend, are you ready to get into the question of the day? Let's get it poppin'. Let's get it poppin'. So, question of the day brought to you by yours here at the Shoot Your Shot podcast was... If you could change anything about 2019, what would it be? So, y'all didn't run scared today. Hey, and some of y'all, I don't even want to say your names because y'all going to get everybody jammed up. So, I'm gonna, so, if I don't say your name, just know it's redacted. <laughs> I'm going to say bleep, said this. What of which? All right. So, if what in 2019 um, could you change? So, shout out to Starving Millennial says, no regrets. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people had, you know that answer um Picasso AF says joining the fucking army Ooh. I, I could have told you that um Sweetly Lee says making more money I mean I feel you 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 gotta cash me out every now and then I mean you feel me so Perry underscore Simone says stop acting like I'm in a relationship when I'm single create underscore legacy said start charging a lot more yes prices should have been up um create underscore legacies again said left my ex in 2018 so are you still fucking her? Are maybe, you... maybe, maybe he, he dropped her in like early 2019, mm. but he should have cut it off before, before that. Before that, okay. Um, Carly just talked about you. Um, nothing. You got to learn to love a journey. Okay. Mr. Underscore Roosevelt Williams said saved more than 10K this year. I spent too much money on bullshit. First of all, the fact that you had a budget in this economy to save 10 grand. And got mad that you ain't saved more? You either Julius from Everybody Hates Chris or you got it down packed, my nigga. Y'all job hiring? <laughs> you hiring? Um, in the double O says probably saving more money other than that nothing. Um, shout out to you, King. Marky underscore EM said wish I got fed up way before I was this invested. Been there, sis. Kimmy So Royal said my diet. Girl, we back in the gym at some point next year. A.Brie says I would have spent less money. We feel you. But you just moved, sis. Like you, you had to. Um, redacted said, go back and shoot my job up. Ooh. He joking, but... But, but if you get jammed up... That's why I said redacted. Um, <laughs> Zay the King, damn, now that I think about it, nothing. Good, I'm glad. Live, live your life. Donovan Patrick says, less drinking, more doing. Underscore so out your league says, smack the bitch. Listen, life is life is short. Run up on her Run now. that off that bitch today. Um, hey, underscore Nene says the entire year, friend, throw the whole damn year away. Honestly, this year was a motherfucker. Mommy underscore said time two said staying more consistent with my body butters is going to be big different in 2020. I feel you. And she's actually, um, that's actually Kiddo's godmother. 
she's a Muslim woman, so a lot of her options are going to be vegan and just very specific and halal. And I'm really excited for her. Is kosher? Is that kosher? No, is that no, baby. Kosher? Okay. No, that's Jewish. But like... Halal. Halal. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, Picks Not Taken says time wasted with certain, certain people. Hey, don't waste my money. Don't waste my time. And I, I, I take both seriously. Creative underscore IG underscore name said give out less dick. Sure, sure, King. Sure. Um, Redactor says cuffed you. Cap. Big cap. A lot of cap. Cap, cap, cap. If she know like I know you would shut the fuck up. Let me be quiet. I'm underscore the ish. Shout out to my little podcast. Would have been quit that damn second job I had. Listen, sometimes you got to do a couple things to get a couple to get a couple things. But also, money ain't worth your your happiness and time. Um, Go home. Roger says be open. Be more open of communication. I feel you. Um, <coughs> Bob, you okay, friend? You okay? Water went down the wrong way. It went down the wrong way. Okay. Ooh, wrong too. Um, <laughs> Bob Kitten 101 says, not start talking to him with three rolling eye emojis. Yeah. My Lynn underscore said, wasteless time. Incredible Hawk 357 said, nothing. I would do it all the same. And he had an incredible year. And if you had an incredible year, nigga, say that shit. Um, Ashley Ware underscore says, niggas all together. Mm. Okay. Your, your hot girl summer went well, too well, not well enough. I need help. Uh, mm. Um. Underscore Gilby producers. Shout out to our producer. Shout out. Uh, putting myself out there to meet more adult friends. Shit's hard and tiring. Well, Gil, you're, he's such an introvert. And I also feel him because people are trash. Your boyfriend's BFF said it would have gone harder with the starting the YouTube channel. Shout out to Bandis. And if you know Auntie Bandis, you know exactly why she's fucking fire. And yes, sis, start that fucking channel. We The streets need you. Um, T... T.L. Jack 64 says, generally, I have no regrets, but if I could have made it through the year without breaking my ankle. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It ain't stopped no shows. But like, it, 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 he, he had a hobble real quick. Right. Um. Everybody Love Ty says, after signing them papers like Usher, I should have been like Spongebob. All right, I'm going to head out. All right. <laughs> um. Miss Melanin Monroe says, fuck with a different nigga. Apply to grad school sooner. Move further away. I okay. think that's it. Fair enough. Telly two times said, fuck that nigga one last time. Tell Talisha, please. I'm saying redacted because this is going to get everybody jammed up. Wouldn't have let that nigga have his girl back. Um, sir, 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 <laughs> sir, 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 this is a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. If you know, you know. Relax. Um... Lauren Elise. Nah, nah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Lauren Elise. Shout out to, to Lauren Elise. We're going to change that subject real quick. I'm ready to go. Um, Lauren Elise says, I would have punched someone in the face when I had the chance and then sent them love and light. I say. Facts. I say, queen. Um, nah, nah. Said left Cincinnati earlier the earlier in the year. And I agree. He went down to fucking Texas and flourished. And I have a question, but I ain't going to disrespect my nigga on my podcast. But Everybody I, loves Ty. Said shot my shot at Allie Nicole way sooner. You know, you lose 100% of the shots you don't take. Feel me? And, and um, last but not least, Marky underscore EM says, watch Power. I still haven't watched it. And somehow people discussing it. I'd be lost. Bro, you really... You're, but are you lost? Because the, the last season was not great. Fam, you could have stopped watching season three and a half and been straight. <laughs> Listen, that's how I feel about Empire, bro. I missed one episode like eight seasons ago and did not come back. Everyone was. Everyone watched it faithfully and then for whatever reason, you missed a week and you just like never came back. And now and now Terrence Howard has dreads. He don't have locks. He has dreads. Um, and I'm like... Because those are dreadful. I'm like, what the 
fuck with Let us? me not lock shame. No, I'm lock shaming because that's a wig. We can lock shame, not real locks. Okay, I'll give you that because that shit is awful. Listen, <laughs> it's disrespectful. So, friend, we have a couple church announcements, guys. So, um, come on, come on, baby, come on, baby to the, come on, baby to upstairs, baby, come on, you know, grab, grab my bulletin, baby, grab my bulletin. So, the Future Shop Podcast official live show is going to be December nineteenth at seven p.m. Location TBH. We will have that answer for you next week. However, for our loyal, faithful, hardworking, encouraged, appreciated, blessed. Highly favored. Listeners. Non-ashy. Moisturized. <laughs> Listeners. Diddy and I are doing a special rollout. We have merchandise. For the first time ever, we have merchandise for you niggas. Styled by yours truly. Shout out to Jock and Ron B over there at... Um, Speaking of tongues. We appreciate you. Um, he helped us put this together, and we are excited. We are, ever, we are forever indebted to Ron B for everything that he has done. Because we are not difficult, we are not easy people when it comes to anything that we want. <laughs> the thing about it is, I take and give very good instructions, and so I respect those that take and also give very good instructions. And if that's how you come at me regarding business, come at us regarding business, you're always going to be successful. So thank you to anybody who's worked with us this year. If we haven't, um, we again we have a special rollout for merchandise um, for you guys specifically. Watch our watch our social media. Watch for our social media. The links for everything will be coming very, very soon. This is a pre-order. We're going to yeah. go ahead and tell y'all niggas now because y'all hard-headed. Y'all got to ask me a thousand times anyway. Pre-order. Pickups will be available at the live show. Pickups will be available at the live show. If you cannot make it to the live show. Have somebody come get that shit for you, Pinky. I ain't responsible. <laughs> or, hear me out. If you are not available at the live show. You know, we got listeners from all across this great nation. We will ship to you. But you're going to have to pay for it. You're going to have to pay for shipping, player. <laughs> so ship, there will be an extra shipping cost along with um, the actual cost of the merchandise. We're, we're not making no money off of it. We just want to, you know, show we love. We just want to show love. Um, and it's going to be financially easy. We understand it's the holiday, se- holiday season. But... And we just want you guys to have a piece of us because we all we have a piece of each and every last one of y'all. We we are always showing gratitude. We cannot say it enough, express it enough how much. We would not be here if it wasn't for y'all. So thank you. I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm good, friend. Um, again, hug on somebody when you hear this. Tell someone you love them. Um block that negasis. Emailer King. <laughs> You're really terrible, dog. If if your text messages are not turning green, email her, bro. It's okay. Ask it, your friend. Text her from your friend phone. If listen, cash app her one dollar and be like, wow, that's what really what we do. <laughs> Yo, stop, cause bro, I can see it. stop, Calvin. Hey, the real niggas already know the game. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to, you know, share 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 love and happiness, man. Stop, because if I get Friday, if my cash app goes up about ten dollars, just single dollar bills. They gonna know they gonna got Calvin. You mad because that's gonna get your attention? Uh, <laughs> Listen, King. Hey, if you love her, go get her. If you love her, go get her. If not, she belongs to the streets. <laughs> that's Ali Nicole signing out. <laughs> And sometimes, even if you still, even if you do love her, she still belongs to the street. Listen, I, you know, I get, before I sign out, I'm going to take my sign out back. 
Nigga, I get told once a week, Alex, you belong to the streets. That's fine. You're a mailbox. You're a crosswalk. You're a lamppost. You are the streets. Belong to you. (laughs) Anyway, it's your girl, Ali Nicole, signing out. (laughs) It's your boy, C. Diddy. We are out of here. Peace. Why not tell me to thank you, my dude? Baby, how would you be?